We're crazy for Swayze. Gonna watch everything he made. We're crazy for Swayze. Then we'll talk about it. We're crazy for Swayze. Gonna watch everything he made. We're crazy for Swayze. Then we'll talk about it. Hi. Welcome to another episode of Crazy for Swayze. I'm Vince Troya, and I'm joined, as always, by Josh Young. Josh, how are you? Oh, you know, it, it is what it is, man. Is it what it is? It is. It couldn't, it couldn't be anything else. Uh, that is a uh, thing that is confusing. You have confused me thoroughly, so I want to bring in some help. Today, we have Joe Burke joining us because we are kicking off... One of uh, the largest tasks I've ever been a part of. Dirty Dancing Month. Ooh, it's a whole month. It's a whole goddamn month. Joe, how do you feel about Dirty Dancing? Uh, I feel very good about Dirty Dancing. That's a classic. I watched it so much as a kid. Tell us, tell us about uh, your experience. Just like seeing it as a kid. Did you see it real young, or were you uh, were you a teenager? Oh no, I was real young. Word, word. Yeah, like probably six or seven, I remember watching it. Unaware of what was happening once she got the abortion, but then I caught on in my teens. I feel that. I feel like the abortion's the most important part for a young lady. It's like... It is, but I, it was also about like the weird weird girl getting laid and like, you know, that's helpful too. That's a good, that's a good relatable <laughs> storyline. Fuck yeah. Is she the weird girl? That's... Yeah, she's like the not cute sister. Well, she's I mean, the like, smart one. That's so weird. She's 15. Oh, okay. Yeah, she is also. No, really? She's supposed to be like young. Yeah. She's supposed to be going away to college like the next summer or the next oh. in the fall. Oh, yeah. I know she wants to join the Peace Corps. Yeah. I'm sorry. I thought she was 15. No, I was like, she was legal as but, far as I remember. Oh. I think she's 17. That's my. 17 oh. or 18. Yeah. She's not 18. That I know. Oh no! It's because it's the only problematic thing about the movie, in my opinion. So she's mm. underage. Yeah, is that she's okay. a child, technically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you think that there's going to be children in this movie, though? I don't know. I don't know. I've never seen this one. That's that's why we brought Joe in because Joe is an expert on Dirty Dancing, Havana Nights. We are watching the prequel from 2004, directed by Guy Furland. Do you know who Guy Furland is? No. I don't know who Guy Furland is. Some he, guy. Evidently, he directed this movie in 95 called The Babysitters, and another one in 97 called Telling Lies in America. He did a bunch of TV also with a bunch of, like, with The Walking Dead and Sons of Anarchy, and that S.H.I.E.L.D. show that you talk about every once in a while. Oh, yeah, S.H.I.E.L.D. Well, I'll be done talking about uh, Walking Dead forever. Why? Because it's over. Is it? I watched it all. Good. Rick reappeared. For, oh. For just one moment. And that was the the moment they were they've been teasing. Mm-hmm. They they said Andrew Lincoln's going to leave this show, but he's going to come back eventually. And he just came back for a single moment. Nobody else was in his scene with him. That's cheap. <laughs> like, do they film it in Zack Snyder's driveway? They might have, dude. It looked like it. <laughs> they're like, "Hey, Zack, we got to use your driveway." Yeah, I think they're trying to get me to watch Beyond the Walking Dead. What's that's the one that has Morgan in it, right? Uh, yes, I think so. Uh, maybe I don't know. There's also Fear of the Walking Dead. Was that, that Jeffrey Dean Morgan or whatever? Jeffrey Dean Morgan was in one of, or was in the Walking Dead. He yes. plays Negan. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know if he's in any of the spinoffs. I, I don't know. I think I was. I've, I thought it's. I've seen Fear of the Walking. But Dead. But you mean Morgan from the first season? Yes. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't. I don't. I think he's in Fear of the Walking Dead. Word. Who's to say? He comes back in another season. Mm-hmm. He does. And he's like a major player. He carries around a staff like Donatello, like a cool guy. Mm-hmm. So no more Walking Dead unless I find out that Rick is on this other show. Dude, have you watched Jericho? No. I think you should watch Jericho. Okay. It has a vibe kind of like early Walking Dead, just without zombies, right? Yeah. And it takes place um, in this town that is a close distance to where a nuclear bomb goes off. Oh, okay. And it's just dealing with the fallout of this nuclear bomb. Ski Ulrich is in it. Maybe yeah. I did watch one episode. The guy who plays Dexter's dad is in it as well. Gotta love um, him. Beth Grant is in it. That's why I brought bring it up every once in a while because Beth Grant plays like the the town town uh, fucking clerk. She she runs the grocery store. Mm. And one's all you need. Yeah, and there's there's a there's the kid that looks like Evan Peters, but he's not Evan Peters. You know, the he he plays Crash and Crash and the boys in the mm-hmm. the Scout Pilgrim mm-hmm. versus the world. He's like okay, okay. He, he is he, not Evan Peters. Yeah, yeah, he's not Evan Peters, but he looks kind of like Evan Peters. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, he's in it as well as like her bag boy. You know, it's a good show. The love of bag boy. There's <laughs> lots of deception and like, 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 like groving gangs and such like The Walking Dead because like. But is it a no... CW show? No, it was like an A and E. Maybe okay. I don't know. Well, I'm, you know, I like the CW. <laughs> yeah, but it might be CW. To be completely honest, I have got no fucking idea. But yeah, Skeet Ulrich's in it. I think he'd dig it. Skeet. Skeet. <laughs> but yeah, in this bad boy. Patrick Swayze is billed 26 as dance class instructor. They didn't even give him a fucking name. <laughs> um, Diego Luna is the top build from Rogue One and E2 Mama Tambien. Have you seen E2 Mama Tambien? I have. Was it good? Yeah, it's very good. I have not seen it. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested because the only thing I've ever seen him in is in a Star Wars. He's oh. in a couple indie flicks too from the early 2000s. I, 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 I found out he was in Milk. Yes. Which I've got milk now, so that's going to be cool. But, um, yeah, I I only really know him from Rogue One. And then he's going to be acting alongside Romola Garari, and I've never seen her. She's in... um, Atonement, The Last Day on Mars, and Suffragette is what I found. Yeah, so she's also in a lot of, like, BBC period dramas, and also she was in this HBO movie called Last of the Blonde Bombshells where she plays like a 15 year old who joins a saxophonist who joins a touring like uh pin uh swing band who who plays for like gis and shit in england Fuck yeah it's sick it's a really good movie but yeah hell yeah yeah, hell yeah. they're gonna be with stella ward or excuse me Celia ward from gone girl and john slatterly from the iron men Iron Man. The Iron Man. He is the uh, Tony Stark dad that gets killed by the Winter Soldier. Well, there's two Tony Stark dads. Yeah, he's the one that gets killed by the Winter Soldier. Okay, he's that one. Not not the one from uh, from from Mad Men or Captain America or whatever. Yeah, no, nope, not that one. The older one. And also, Jonathan Jackson, January Jones, and Maya are all going to be in this movie as well. When did it come out? In two thousand and four. It's a weird year. Why? I don't know. Like, w- w- what makes you make a Dirty Dancing prequel like twenty years later? Um, money. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. My bad. I always forget about money. <laughs> Two thousand four was the time that we were getting lots of the remakes and shit like that. You know, 
Like, it wasn't... How long after that did we get that remake of um, The Hills Have Eyes? Oh, it's like, right around that time. Yeah, and then <laughs> shortly after that, we got the remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and then Jason, I think, came out in 2009. Like, that weird late 2000s, mid-2000s remake... And House then, of Wax. Yeah, and, like, a bunch of prequels. Has, Some of them are really good, though. Yeah, I love that House mm-hmm. of Wax. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think this is was just... Something like that. Like, like, okay, we've got this property. We don't have anything to do with it. Let's just Time make, to make some money. Yeah, because this is <clears throat> this happens beforehand. And in Cuba, you were saying, Joe, during the Cuban Revolution. Like right when it kicks off. Yeah, I think it's <laughs> supposed to be like the uh, July 27th thing, which oh. is like a big date in Cuban Revolution. Yeah, like I found out that it was... Uh, loosely based on the producer's life and her name was uh joanne farragut jansen so it is the kind of same situation as the original you know um based on the true story of one of the women working on the film and she moved to cuba in 1959 so yeah yes late 50s early 60s vibe in cuba good for her yeah wish we could move to cuba i mean can't we go visit now it has to be educational i think I would be interested to learn. Is that good enough? I think if you're like, yeah. I have a podcast. I'm here to study Cuba. You might actually get a visa for that. Yeah, we actually oh. have a podcast that's only about Dirty Dancing Havana Nights. <laughs> so, why? <laughs> so do research. Fuck yeah. But yeah, uh, I guess this is a prequel. It's going to have the same kind of vibe. I've never seen it. Josh, have you seen this? No. Joe, so you're the only one that's going into this with some experience. Yeah. Do you think we should know anything before we start? No, you should go in blind. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's how history works. Yeah, I'm yeah, interested. I'm interested. Now, this was filmed in Puerto Rico, not <laughs> Cuba. No shit. <laughs> so, we have to try and spot the things that aren't the same. But yeah, um, I'm excited to watch this. We don't know anything about Cuba. How are we going to know? Dude, I got, I got no idea. Okay. Havana's actually got like a pretty specific coastline, like skyline situation, okay. and I do think they recreate that in this movie. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, the the experience I have with Havana is the syndrome. Mm, yes, and that's yes. that's all I know about. That's all have, I know. About. You have symptoms? Yes, yes. <laughs> um, so I found this on DVD at a resale shop. You know. So it's obtainable if you are interested in watching it. I'm sure you find it streaming from now now and again, right? Not I. Not you? It used to be on HBO all the time. It used to be on HBO. I have a feeling like I've seen it on Hulu, so keep your eyes open. Um, but yeah, you ready to watch this? Yes. Yes. Let's do it. I have a question. What? Um, who was the the little little nerd little nerd boy that was trying to assault Katie in the movie? J- James. 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 I didn't didn't know his name, but I just have nerd written down every time <laughs> I want to talk about him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, cool. Thank you for establishing that for me. I needed it for my notes. How are you both feeling about this experience we just had? I liked it. 
I'm telling you. It's not bad. It's not a bad movie. I liked it too. It's fun. I had a good time. Yeah. I uh I don't know why people kind of shat on this. I, don't I know. mean there are inherently problematic things, but in 2004, they weren't that problematic, so... I don't think people were yeah. shitting on it for being problematic. They are probably shitting on it because they liked their white people dancing. That's true. Right? Yeah. Maybe. I, I don't know. I don't know. Or it's like a poor approximation of the original, but it's not like... It's not what a sequel is, or a prequel, or whatever. You know, it's a completely different thing, but like it has the same sensibilities running throughout. Yeah. Right. And I think that they did a really good job of capturing that. I hear you. I hear you. Did you did you have a favorite part? No. No. L- let me think on it. Okay, Joe, did you have a favorite part? Yeah, my favorite part is always them, like, grinding for the first time when the black and white movie of her fucking parents is on. That's the hottest part of the whole movie. It yeah, it is makes them hot. pretty sexy. Yeah, it's the hottest part of the whole movie. Yeah. I like I, the first time uh, Javier tries to put his hand on her ass and like make her dance, and she's like, "Don't do that!" What, wait, what? Yeah, it's like it's like in the middle or the end of the first act. The oh, non-consensual ass touching is the hottest part of the movie to you, Josh. <laughs> yep. Bummer. Yep. Yeah, I uh, I don't remember that part. I I felt like she was all about Javier, like getting getting close. It was definitely the vibe that I was getting from her. She needed, like, the pep talk from Swayze to be able to, like, let go and let him lead. Yeah, Yeah. because that's what he had to teach her, right? About the fear-love spectrum. The fear-love spectrum. Oh, Josh, I'm so happy you're bringing this back. Where do you think this ranked on the fear-love spectrum? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) Fear. (laughs) Definitely fear. Yes, yes. Joe, are you familiar with the fear love spectrum? No, please enlighten me. Well, in Dying Darker, we found out that the entirety of human emotion can be represented on the scale of fear to love. Okay. Zero being the most fear and ten being the most love. Is that what the movie said? That's what it depicted, you know? It sounds like a fucking Bernay Brown self-help shitbag theory. I don't like this. Well, that's what Patrick Swayze was battling, was the fear-love scale. Patrick Uh, Swayze would love Bernay Brown. Yeah? Yeah. What what have we learned about Swayze so far, Josh? I think he would read a book called How to Be Anti-Racist. I think so as well. <laughs> I think so as well. Um, oh. I think that if he would have made it another 15 years, I think that he might have been a problematic guy. 100%. Yeah. Like, it depends on like what kind of stuff he would have been consuming, but if he would have just stayed in his lane where he was at, I think he would have eventually been like, ah, kids these days. You know? I hear you. He just, he loved the cops so much. The last thing he did was a cop thing. Yeah. And that's really problematic. Do you think he could have ever come to realize that the police are not good? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say. Do you you think that he would have gone like an anti-vaxxer? Or do you Mm. think he may have become like a flat earther or or a hollow earther there's no way he'd be a flat earther because in order to fly a plane you have to understand that the earth is a sphere it's <laughs> <laughs> a great point yeah. it's a great fucking point i don't know like i i think he might have been like he, he i don't think he'd be like problematic in the way that he's like a fascist or a white supremacist or anything i think he'd be like a severe libertarian mm-hmm. you know like be supportive of the bundy ranch guys Mm-hmm. but i don't know who's to say politics wasn't as complicated back in 2009 
the president was black. That was the most controversial thing. Yeah. There was a glimmer of hope for a moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't think he was on the wrong side of that. Um, with with this being like a, a kind of sequel, kind of prequel, because mm-hmm. you mentioned that like Swayze was was supposed to be playing kind of like a Johnny Castle. I don't know. I, I got the obviously the same vibe yeah. being the dance instructor, but I didn't didn't know that he was supposed to be like the gigolo and stuff like that. I thought this was supposed to be like a different character. I, I thought so, too. And I mean, it seems like they went out of their way to not name him. Like, it feels like there should be a point where you, like, introduce yourself. I'm the dance instructor. My name is Patrick Swayze. <laughs> uh, my name is Jonathan Castles. Classy. Yeah. I, 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 like, do you think they had to pay somebody to use the name or something? I don't know. I don't know. Like, why, why, why do you think that? Why that they presented it the way they did? Yes. I think maybe it was supposed to be, like... Um, Johnny Castle adjacent, but wasn't actually Johnny Castle. But it didn't occur to me that that was the case until you guys brought it up. In my head, that was always supposed to be Johnny Castle before he was in upstate New York teaching dance lessons to baby. So yeah. it seems odd that he's older. Yes. And I was always like, you guys did a weird job with this. But that makes sense that he's not actually Johnny Castle. Yeah, I I thought it'd be funny, like, oh, like if it would have been his dad or like... <laughs> Yeah. We propositioned it being a ghost as we were watching the movie. Like, what if he's just haunting? Because and... you know, ghost. Yes. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I I liked his his appearance. I thought it was good. Um, I didn't expect him to have such a like a actual role. Yeah, yeah. No, he's like an integral part of the storyline. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he helps her realize something about herself that dancing with a sexy guy that is older that isn't her dad unlocks in her. I don't know that she thought he was sexy, Josh. I know. I love that you you're coming at it from that perspective. I can't even imagine a world in because which because the first time I sexy. watched this, I was 15, and I was like, "That this is not old. a sexy person in this film." There are <sighs> infinite sexy people in this film, and Swayze's not one of them. There were so many sexy people. It was a in this sexy film. movie. It's really yeah. sexy, yeah. 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 Um, and I think that that's the most important part of Dirty Dancing to really, like, encapsulate, right? Is how sexy it was. Yeah. Because that's what, like, really stood out to me when I saw it. I was, the first time I was like, holy shit. It's, yeah. It's way sexier than I thought a movie could be. Fair enough. It's, yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't even think, like, I, that made me think dancing was cool. Yeah. No. Yes. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And this movie makes dancing look really cool as well, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. And, like, I, I also think that, like... In this one, they used the revolution in a way that, like, oh yes, dancing actually is a form of rebellion. And is stuff it like though? That. That's that's a great question. I that's- don't know if this movie actually successfully presents it as such because Javier it seems like he's caught between the revolution and dancing. Yeah, but they make it very clear that he is between two worlds because he has to take care of his family financially. Mm-hmm. So they make that very clear that he has to straddle both worlds. But when he gets to go to the club and be with his homies, he gets to be his like freest self. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so th- in that way, then dancing is revolutionary yes. because it, it's it's anti-capitalist. Yeah, sure. Cool. Okay, I'm I'm into it. Yeah, I I mean I I do think dancing can be revolutionary. It's just like in this movie, it seemed it, the revolution wasn't presented as the good guys. They mm-hmm. were presented as like another obstacle almost. I don't well, believe that's the case at all. You don't think so? Like no. I thought his brother was like shady. His brother was. Like a deadbeat dad, but yeah, he was like. A, I don't think they made him a bad guy necessarily. Yeah, 
Sure. He was just a shit father. And I like that his brother wasn't, like, part of any, like, uh, underground revolution or anything. He was just doing his own thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, yeah, he tries to shoot people at the dance party, but it's like, that didn't actually have anything to do with the revolution. That was just a plan he came up with. It was completely yeah. independent from the revolution. <laughs> yes. Just, like, with the revolutionary ideals. Yeah. Because his brother's like... Oh, did you know about this? In in terms of the revolution in the streets, and he's like, "Oh, no, I didn't." Dude, if this was like seventy years later, people would be screaming Antifa, Antifa all over the fucking place. Yeah, mm, mm, mm. yeah a lot of fascists on this island, but in, including her dad is a fascist as well, right? Like, even though he doesn't act like one, uh, you yeah, know, he works for a capitalist. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. like, you know, James's dad owns everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the implication, right? Well, he was, like, the big uh, Ford boss in Cuba. Oh, is that what they were doing? Yes. They were, they were Ford people? They were car company people. That's oh. why Cuba has so many sick cars, and then they just stopped production, so they only have cars from the 50s. I didn't even know that they produced them down there. I yeah. assumed mm-hmm. that they just shipped them. No, yeah. No, I think that's why they had the line Okay, in. so literally a fascist working for Ford. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that's why they in the when when they were in the chop shop, they said, "Yeah, you make them, then we steal them." Yeah, I thought that was just like an in general, like you people make them and we oh. steal them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear what you're saying, but I like that. Yeah, I like yeah. they worked at the chop shop. That was cool. I liked, yeah, I liked that that was part of the revolution. Chop shop. Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't it be? That, that's a great fucking thing. You need to have underground economies to fuel a revolution. So mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I just think it's weird that her family actually wasn't ever treated as bad guys. Well, well. speaking of <laughs> yeah. her family, do you feel that they accepted her dirty dancing with, it, with, with, a, with a native Cuban boy a little bit too quickly? Or did they, like, do you feel like that their approval was out of character at all? Um, I mean... I think it was anachronistic, certainly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, because, like, you don't even think about it while you're watching it, but you didn't really get to choose who you were going to marry. Yeah. They, they <laughs> like, very much the entire yeah. time made it sound like they were going to set her up with James forever. Well, she was, yeah, she was lying and saying they were dating, and that worked for everyone's lifestyle. So, mm-hmm. like, they were like, fuck yeah, let's go. And her mom even said, like, it's cool that you're dancing, but I don't approve of this the Cuban pool boy, essentially. Yeah, yeah. She yeah, was just like, no thanks to the brown kid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, it seemed to me that uh, their their distaste for him had more to do with, like, classism and, like, racism than it had to do with, like, being anti-revolutionary. Because, like, I, I think that setting them up as having dancing backgrounds yes, really yeah, makes yes. them more available so that when yes. they do flip, it's like, oh, it's fine, because they just love dancing. Right. <laughs> See, yeah, they have a common ground of some kind. Yeah, yeah. That was why I was going to ask. I was like, do you feel as if their love for dancing, being competitive dancers ahead of time, may like informed their decision? Because it didn't really feel like that in the original, you know? Like, it took a while for Baby's family to come around to her performing in general. Man, I haven't even thought about it in a while. Um, I always think of her dad as being very supportive because he, he gave the successful abortion. Well, he cleaned up the abortion. Yeah, he 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 actually succeeded at the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just you know, and you gotta trust him because he's law and order. Yeah. Yes, that is also true. Mm-hmm. He's a trustworthy guy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I think I think it was a way for them to present the acceptance 
in that time period. Yes. yes. I think it was a bridge to that for sure. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, because I think I think that baby's parents, maybe it's just because it's more relatable. I feel like baby's parents, like, of course they took a while to come around. Like, everyone had the wrong idea about Swayze in, yes. in Dirty Dancing. They thought that he's the one who, who knocked up the girl who had to get the abortion and everything. So they yeah. thought that he was like a predator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this movie... Like, the worst that they could possibly perceive Javier as is a possible revolutionary. Yeah, but there is a second, too, where she comes to the his house for the first time and sees the kids and stuff. And she's like, oh, are they their, your kids? Mm-hmm. She does do that, like, initially. That's kind of racist. Yes. Yeah. That's the point of that. And he's like, no, they're my older brother's kids that I have to take care of because he's off fighting a revolution instead of taking care of his kids. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. So was uh, was their dad an actual revolutionary or not? Because it seems like the kids had mixed messages on that. I, I don't know. Yeah, I kind of got the, the fact that maybe dad was speaking out or just like writing some poetry that was wrong. Like, I don't want to say free, wrong. He was a free thinker. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and so he was taken away and then, you know, disappeared. Cuba also had a long history of corrupt governments, even before Batista. Like, Batista came in to supplant another corrupt government. Is that all leftovers from, like, the, the Spanish having gotten there a long time ago? Yeah, I mean, it's all leftovers for colonialism, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just sucks that, like, it, you know, you go directly from Spanish hands into American hands, basically. That kind of fucking sucks. Well, they had a couple, like, cooler presidents in the early 1900s, but then the U.S. got involved in, like, I think, like, 1906 and helped a, another coup, like, That's kick out, a- kick out, like, a a president who was not known for corruption. Is that just like how they knew? Like, is that before we knew that like actions had long-term consequences in not. terms of installing leaders in other countries? <laughs> like, I don't think they ever cared. It's I, it was it, a CIA test run. Like, we do still we, don't. Do know. we care now? Like, yeah. well, we're now still we know, doing it. Now we at least know the effects of it, and, and we keep doing it as a nation and mm-hmm. as uh, you know intelligence people. But like. I don't know. At least we know it's wrong now. I'm trying to give the people in the past the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> no, I think there is always a moral superior, like superior attitude, morally superior attitude mm-hmm. from any U.S. government, <laughs> being like we're the most democratic and correct institution. One hundred percent. Well, we are. I mean, come on. <sighs> It, cool. It's called the Electoral College, and it keeps democracy alive. Uh, we've never done anything wrong. Ever. More American. Oh, Dude. Um I I uh I don't know. I don't know. You I don't, don't know. know. I uh I I liked that this movie had changed some things, you know. Uh as much as I love the abortion plot of the original <laughs> I'm happy that Love it. <laughs> we didn't have such a such a heavy thing. I thought that having uh, the revolution uh, as, as like the B plot, you know, was a nice change. It was nice. <laughs> like it, it was heavy in a different way, and but it was kind of not heavy. Like I mean, like seeing the guys, the 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 I don't know, the soldiers take Javier at the beginning. Like yeah. that was pretty heavy. But then from there on out, it's kind of not that heavy until the gun comes out. That's a good point. And then it's like immediately not heavy again. Well, yeah, everyone it's flees. celebratory. Yeah, everyone yeah. flees, and then it's all good, and everyone's having a good time in the street. Dude, okay, so they're they're little. I don't want to say coup because it wasn't a coup. It was just going to be like they were going to hold up a bunch of uh, 
military people at this dance competition, right? Yeah, what was their plan? Yeah, yeah. he was going to shoot the general who they think was responsible for kidnapping and killing their father as a prisoner. Yeah. Well, and as we learned in Red Dawn, if you, if you, you know, take out the general or perhaps, you know, make him switch sides, you, you flip him, mm-hmm. the war's over. Mm-hmm. 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 I didn't know that. So, like... I don't know. Like they, they tried to do that. And then as that was happening, Batista then fled the country so that. Because there was like a, a secondary push going from like Cast- Castro was like invading on a yacht or some shit. Like while oh. this is happening. Where'd he get his yacht? Yeah. This is, so this is just like a completely different sect of just revolutionaries doing their own thing. Yeah. Just. Yeah. You know, just, it's a loose confederation. Yeah. Certainly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, like you're trying to invade a country, you want to keep it as secret as possible. It's not like Castro is going to find every possible revolutionary out there. He also wasn't invading. He was in the country. He was just in the jungle. Oh, I thought he was on a yacht. Yeah, but he like gets a yacht <laughs> and they invade barracks. It's, there's like a barracks invasion. So he gets the yacht, yeah. he finds it in the jungle, and then he gets on. No, and he clearly <laughs> someone supplied him with the fucking yacht, Josh. I'm not a revolutionary. I don't know. It came from the jungle. <laughs> So I My wanted guy. to talk about the music in this movie, right? Oh, yeah. We had quite a few songs that weren't of the time period, but we had quite a few that were. Sure. You know? Did you have any that really stood out to you? In what direction? In any direction, really. Like, uh, like, oh, that one that I kept saying, Shakira's on this one, and you kept correcting me saying, Shakira's not on it yet. Like, no, yeah, because it was written for this movie. Yeah. They made it for this movie. That's yes. crazy. Yeah. They said, uh, like, instead of Columbia, they say Havana. Yeah. Um, and then it was like, it was still Wyclef Jean, though. And then it was popular enough that they're like, we need to put a female artist who's more popular on this than mm. whoever the fuck was singing that song at the time. Love Wyclef. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> he oh, rules. Sure. I, I, uh, I listen to the Fuji's album every once in a while, and it's great. The score? I got it somewhere yeah. in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Gotta a great score. It's a, I would say that's a top five '90s hip hop record for sure. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah, I thought that the music was good in this one. Um, I I still like the original one a little bit more. Yeah, you know, but well, like, I like the the rendition of uh, "Time of Your Life" or "Time of My Life." Time of My Life. It yeah, was awesome. When it was kind of like that Latin Spanish guitar, like yeah, a little picky. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was nice. I wish we had a little bit more of that. I, th- I wish in general there was more Cuban folk music, like, overall. Because yeah. there's not, there's, I mean, there's not a shortage of Cuban folk music, and it's yeah. all very good. Like, mm-hmm. there's not, like, there could have been much more, I feel like. Mm-hmm. I hear you. I hear you. Do you think they got, like, some good recording studios down there in Cuba? Well, no, they just have, like, an excellent musical tradition. Have you ever watched um, Buena Vista Social Club? No. Okay, it's like I think it came out either the same year as, as this flick or the year after, but it's about a bunch of, like, traditional Cuban music- musicians, and they uh, a documentarian from America goes down and gets them all together, and, and the soundtrack is amazing, but they record a bunch of uh, Cuban folk songs. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you have, like, um, Celia... I don't remember her last name, but she's a she's like a really famous Cuban songstress, and they cool. have an excellent music tradition. Musical of, tradition, of course. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, you know, like before capitalists come in and ruin everything, people can just hang out on the street and dance and play guitar all day. Dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. You don't need mm-hmm. money. 
Well, yeah, awesome. they were also making revolution songs, so there's that too. It's super cool. I mean, like, I don't know. You know, I I'm a ska boy, as we as we discussed uh, before we started recording, and you know that's got all the Jamaican vibes and everything. But I feel like the Cuban vibes are like, it's not like it's a contest, but they're a little closer to us, and it's just like it's a cooler music history, and it's not as tainted by the colonialism. You know, like ska is so tainted by. The fact that it, it, like, came over on the shitty radio waves from England. Yeah. And, you know, like, reggae is just a little, it's a little tainted with colonialism, where the yeah. Cuban folk music isn't as Yeah, much. let's take a moment and talk about how uh, not tainted that first song was, that Santana and Rob <laughs> Thomas song. Oh, it was? Yeah. Yes, it was. was it I'm checking Rob right Thomas? now. Yes, yes, it was <gasps> called Satellite. So there you go. Yeah, let's talk about how, how the white man can't ruin the music. Sure, sure. sure Holy sure. hell. I, A, didn't know that they had another go after that fucking song just remember uh, what year it was man they yeah. probably it's had a hot one they yeah. have multiple albums i mean they've got plenty of songs santana and rob thomas, and rob thomas together have multiple albums together i don't know i i thought they only worked together for a few songs okay well you it seems you know more than i do about this. well yeah i uh it's not too often that i'll say i don't know anything yeah i don't think that they're gonna try and like do a whole album of smooth man they should i mean it, the internet would love it aren't they <laughs> i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't think that one was very good no it was garbage it's just yeah, like the ocean full of garbage good it was not very good, but it was uh, quite all right. I wish they would have played fucking smooth. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, we how got like an original song or can something. Can you for imagine the movie? how dirty everyone would be dancing if smooth <laughs> were to play? Mm. It's, uh, it's a hot one. <laughs> Seven inches from the midday sun. Unfortunately. Whispering the words. They sound like verbs, and then they take me away. <laughs> These are the words. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Joe Vince uh, wrote this song. <laughs> she, uh, things are uh, Frio. Frio. The Spanish cool. mama, Mona Lisa. Hell yeah. Yeah, the, the song is not good. I no, don't, I don't like that good. song. But you like the lie. song in the movie. I no. No, no. <laughs> that was a lie. I liked too. it. I liked the I liked the guitar. It's like Nye, Nye. Yeah, the it music was, was it was Santana guitar. Yeah, yeah. It. it was it was sound like it's Santana guitar. The most guitar. palatable guitar noise like So did the United States like in real life totally fuck up our relationship with Cuba while Donald Trump was president or is like everything still like mostly cool but a little frio? I don't <laughs> a little know. colder again. <laughs> I don't uh, know. Because I heard that he was, like, rolling shit back that Obama put in place so that we could go there and check shit out. Yeah, because it started to, like, thaw out a little bit. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, in the, in the, like, 2010s, it started to, to thaw out a little bit, and people were able to get, like, just normal tourist visas, I think. Because I still want to go. Oh, yeah, fuck yeah. Um, I want to go and, and, and just get all my meds for free and then come home. Mm. Um, want to like go. a real piece of shit. Yeah, I want to go and defect and become a Cuban citizen again. Ooh. Yeah, universal health care would make me do a lot of things. Well, maybe they'll send me to school to be a therapist. Yeah, you, they could that, do that. Is that what you would go to school for if you went down there to be therapy, or would you see, like, hey, I want to be a beast? <laughs> and now you have to go to the school of the Americas to become a fucking beast, dude. Oh, go, go be a beast. Oh. 
Man, you know, like something that else that I really enjoyed about this one was their montages. I felt like their montages mm-hmm. really lived up to my expectation. They were strong. Like that's what I kind of liked. The, some of the newer songs that they had on the soundtrack, it fit with the montages. Yeah. Like they looked good, yeah. and there was lots of sexy dancing. There was a lot of sexy dancing. Okay, I'm gonna revise my favorite part. My favorite part. <laughs> I've had some time to think about it. Is when they finally smooch in front of her parents. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Dude, yeah. <laughs> okay, so set set the scene for us, Josh. Tell us about this smooch. Um, well, okay, so her parents uh, are going because they like dancing, but her dad is totally suspicious. He knows he knew, right? He yeah. knew that she was he gonna knew be dancing. Some shit was up. Yeah, yeah, he knew some shit was up. So they go she goes and she's like gonna do one of those like double I thought she was gonna do one of those like double date situations. You know, she's got a date with two people at the same spot, so she's gonna like put on a mask. Classic and a, and, like, Classic. a fake mustache. Yeah, but classic. no, instead she's just like, I gotta go to the bathroom. And then she goes backstage and gets dressed and watches a few songs and then she dances. And her parents are like, oh my god, her titties are out. Her titties were out. Her, her titties were out. <laughs> they were exceptional. And, you know, they're dancing just fine and dirty. And, uh, you know, I, I mean, the fir- their first dance was, like, more risque than the second dance, right? Oh, it's the yes. same routine. They just get cut off in the, oh. in the final because of the same routine i don't know i didn't think their routine was very dirty yeah but there was all those other people dancing to make it look a little more dirty so they were like in a crowd of people but like it was clearly visible who was who and they had numbers on them Mm -hmm. yeah man he probably ruined his brother's fucking jacket getting that shit like stitched on the back or whatever it's just a pin (laughs) you just pin that shit no he wants they're like you fuckers are gonna commit to this dancing we actually tattoo it on you you're two forever couple two Um, yeah, so they, they, you know, they, they're dirty dancing, and they, they plant some smooches. What more is there to it? Yeah. I, I liked the smooching. I thought it was believable. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it was just an awkward enough. It seemed like you were having enough. a good time. It's just their, awkward Their enough. chemistry is good. It seems like they were actually, like, she she's really selling the performance. I yes. thought she, like, up until the end, her acting was, like, really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Until she stepped into that weird light. Yeah, <laughs> that like kind of made her look no, like no. she was an angel. After after they fucked, uh, the ADR something on it was weird. Something on that scene was super weird. Oh yeah. no, yeah, I she think was that... delivering her lines like she was a wooden board. I think both of them were very ADR'd there. Like I think that they were having a nice time and they were like probably really breathy when they were doing it. Yeah. And then like the the mics must not have picked it up or something. So the director, what'd you say his name was? His name was Guy Farland. Yeah, Guy Fieri's brother. Um, okay, that's how brothers work. Yep, they <laughs> have the same name. first name. <laughs> Different last name. Yeah, we're the guys. Um, yeah, so he was like, "Oh, you guys are too sexy and breathy. Can you go back in and deliver it like you're a couple of planks?" And they're like, "Yeah," and he's like, "Perfect." And then he put it in the movie. I actually wonder if maybe her accent slipped really bad because she was comfortable. Oh, because the moments where she had to be comfortable, you could hear her accent slip the hardest. Oi. She's like, oh, governor. <laughs> yes. Oh, no, Diego Luna. Oh, governor. Yeah. They don't even care on the wire. You know, the, the, the fucking British guy lets his... Lets his... I- Idris Elba? No, well, yeah, especially <laughs> with Idris Elba. But also, Dominic West, is that... Oh, yeah, Dominic West does let his accent slip all the time. Oh, and they just don't care. No, yeah, they let it ride every time. <laughs> Idris Elba's really bad, though. Oh, yeah, no, it's so <laughs> patchy. It's like, Idris Elba's like one of our great actors now. They just don't have him try and be an Amer- American anymore. They're like, oh, he's fine, he's British. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you can't, you can't hold it. Don't bother. It's fine. 
Like, is he British as Heimdall? <laughs> the Marvel movies? I don't know. I mean, you know, like all of the space uh, Shakespeareans can keep their accents. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but like Thor is Australian and Loki's English. Thor does an English accent though. He does. He's not doing an Australian accent. Well, they should do. <laughs> they the should difference? do Nordic accent. Ah, uh, yeah, but he doesn't. But that's what I'm saying. It's a Shakespearean thing. Yeah. They're doing Shakespeare. So you, it's very who doth I don't know come in my doorway and 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 try and fuck my girlfriend or whatever. Either my name's Thor. I'm here to clean your face. <laughs> We at the thunder, yeah. Just turn him into a milkmaid. <laughs> hey there, my name's Thor, <laughs> Prince of Thunder. eh? smash. And, and why couldn't she have been British in this movie? Is there any reason why she couldn't be? Because he, her father was very clearly an American car executive. Yeah, it was Tony Stark's dad. Yeah, Mr. Madman himself. Mr. Madman. Yeah, yeah Slatterly. Still, slat, slat. Yeah. John Slatterly. I wish he had a mustache. Oh, yeah. He's great with the mustache. Yeah. If he would have had a mustache, I'd feel better about him. Why why not? Maybe we're just like feeling the after effects of having watched that Geraldo special where everyone had had a mustache. mustache. It's because it's the 50s and everyone was clean shaven. (laughs) So, okay. We we established that both cops Mm -hmm. and Satanists. Perverts. 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 Have mustaches. <laughs> the Satanists did not have a mustache. Satanists did not have mustaches. They're cool dudes, you know? Yeah. yeah. So if you see someone with a mustache, they're either a cop or a pervert. Or both. Well, we know what that or makes both. you, Vince. Yes. <laughs> He's a beast. We knew this already. <laughs> I'm a beast. Um, yeah. I liked... I, I wish he would have had a mustache. That's all I have to say about that. No. It would have also been anachronistic. He would have had a little little itty pencil one, like a John Waters mustache. Exactly, like a John Waters. That's what mustache. the other guy has. The other Tony Stark's dad. He yeah. has a tiny little mustache. See, sometimes you need a little mustache, man. Just like a really thin mustache. All right. Yeah, I felt good about this. Uh, the The movie was fun. I liked the montages. I liked the story. It was cool and sexy. Yeah, it was sexy. sexy. And there was a revolution. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, what more could you really ask for? I, I think There's something I, for everybody. I think you're right. I think there is something for everyone. And then the real question is the dancing. Was it dirty? Some of it was for sure. Yeah, it was dirty. Dirty is all hail. Anyway, I thought it was pretty dirty at times. Yeah. That one guy with his shirt totally off. Looked like he wasn't wearing any pants at the club. Oh, I liked that guy. <laughs> so let's talk about the king and queen of the, the Rosa Negra. Rosa Negra. Um, how how do you become the king or queen? I think you're just exceptionally good dancers and people make room for you to watch you dance. Yeah. yeah. I've thought about this before. You know, sometimes places just, you know, crown people king and queen for the night. I understand. I like that their their last night together, they were king and queen of the dance floor. Yeah. Um, Until she had to forcibly leave the country because right, 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 right. colonizers no, not allowed anymore. Yeah. Because white... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I liked it. I like how he broke it to her right after they had sex. He's like, so, uh, Castro. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, post not clarity. Um, you're going to have to leave. You're uh, going to have to go. They're not going to like you. Uh, yeah. That would be a really big Uber tab to pick up for somebody. 
you know, <laughs> take your ass home. Would would it work if it was the other way around? If the, if the rich rich white person was was a man and the the native person was a woman, I think I think it'd be like much more questionable. Oh no! The, yeah, you can't make that movie. That's not a movie. That's, you po- that's Pocahontas. Oh yeah, shit! Yeah. Dance with all the colors of the wind. Yeah, yeah. including the dirty ones. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. movie I watched that movie semi recently. Pocahontas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why? Oh, because I wanted to to see how it would hold up. Yeah, it was like get ready to go see was, Avatar too. Well, no, it was like when 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 Mulan had its like you know live action reboot. I was like, you know, I watched Pocahontas as a kid. I'm gonna watch this and see if it's gonna be like you know the next candidate. Oh no. No, no, it's you- not. <laughs> it's not going to be the next one. We're probably never going to see that movie ever again the way no, nor it should. should. Yeah. No, yeah. you just go see Avatar. Just go see Avatar instead. Yeah. Oh, it's Avatar, bro. Let's go watch it. It's, it's, <laughs> I'm John Smith. <laughs> it's Avatar. Well, Avatar. Get out of here, I was told today by a man who makes keys at Ace that Avatar 2 is a masterpiece. Hey, listen, man. Everyone's agreeing with that guy who makes keys. Yeah, that guy's the worst. I've had multiple interactions with that guy, and they've Uh, all been bad. It wasn't fun. It was definitely one of those situations where, like, this dude starts talking and then starts getting a little misogynist, and then we're just hard, hard you know hard left like hey no can we just get this one thing and then as he's performing that task and filling our order he then still spews more bullshit Mm, gotta love that dude it was the fucking worst Uh, you know he's a free thinker vince (laughs) he can free think while he's not making my fucking keys I don't want anyone to think while they're making my keys just make the key bro I definitely don't want you to tell me about like how unicorns are masculine because yeah, that was an argument he also made that was, he's like i got this skin for my gun on this video game that's a unicorn and then my other friend said that i should be embarrassed because it's feminine and i was like hell what's more, no bro fem- what's more masculine than having a dick on your forehead <laughs> i think that was essentially his argument that was ex- yeah hell yeah, yeah dude and i, the, I know he, how these people think then he was like because i'm one of them i was like oh you're an incel josh bummer <laughs> i know how they think then this guy was like the, then uh, you don't say that dragons are feminine do you bro because there's queens of dragons and i was like what the fuck are you talking about you nerd it was the worst Stop. there's kings of dragons too yeah. Either way. Like, you're, you're not being cool any way you talk. No matter what you're talking about, it is dumb. Because yeah. you have dumb ideas about it. Yeah. Yes. Wow, that's insane. To be like, something isn't masculine because it exists within a matriarchy. That's insane. Dude, I don't know what was going on with his, his fucking head. But that is the third time that I've had that person make keys for me. Oh, that... You're going to say that was the third time you've had that conversation with someone about unicorns. No, but it, every time... <laughs> It's always about unicorns. Every time that dude makes some kind of like weird misogynist argument about something when I'm just like, I just need a spare key. Man, when I hear people talk like that, though, I'm kind of like, well, I do kind of be spouting off at work random socialist nonsense. Yeah. (laughs) And I understand that it's like I'm correct. So Mm -hmm. it seems more fine. But since I'm not like since they're not, it makes it bad. But who decides who's correct? You know, Um, I don't know. I'm going to decide that I don't want to hear that dude tell me about how unicorns are masculine. Well, that's fair. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make that distinction for myself and say, no, thank you. Wait, but but do you think unicorns are masculine? I 
think unicorns are fictional and I don't give a shit. <laughs> what you about the fucking M&Ms? dork? <laughs> are the, are oh, the M&Ms, M&Ms sexy M&Ms. or what? Again. Do you want to see their feet? <laughs> no. <laughs> I like how that was the solution. Because like, I, no. I'm an adult person who could fuck another real person. Take off the take off the M and M shoes. Let us see their feet. God Show damn us it. their feet. Are they candy coated? Are they candy coated? Oh. I hate everything. Would they have socks on underneath their shoes? Oh, great point. Great point. Okay, there are multiple kinds of shoes yeah, worn there's, by these. There are some stilettos. Those yeah. are not socks. But there's Fair. like boots and sneakers. And you're definitely wearing socks under there. Or maybe they're not. I bet the yellow M&M doesn't wear socks. Fucking filthy freak. How could you say that about J.K. Simmons? Because <laughs> he's a dude. He's just a guy. I believe that Billy West doesn't wear socks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I I had I had a fun time with this, dude. I'm I am excited though because we get to do something we haven't got to do in a fucking minute. What's that, Josh? Would you like to ask Joe how this rated on her Joe scale? Vince, would you like me? To ask? <laughs> Joe, how did this rank on your Joe scale? I mean, uh, 7.5 out of 10 for sexiness. Ooh. It's a sexy flick, and honestly, I watched it like mid-puberty, so I was about it. Yeah, this probably would have affected me differently if I watched it when I was a teenager. Oh, yeah, it does. I probably would have started dancing. Yeah. Hmm. They definitely make it look sexy. Um, Vince, how did this do on your patented Vince scale? I think... I think this is a three out of five. Hmm, nice. I really liked it. I had lots of fun, but I could have had more fun. Sure. It could have been dirtier. Could have been dancier. Could have been both. I don't know. Like it seems like a PG thirteen movie to me. It was very a PG thirteen movie. Because yeah. I mean, if it was rated R, then it could have been dirtier mm-hmm. and dancier. Mm-hmm. And dancier, mm-hmm. exactly. You're right. You're right. But the first one was PG thirteen as well. Mm. It's also the 80s. The rules were a little different. Edgy, dude. That's a good point. Shit was edgy. Josh, how did you feel? I was going to say I enjoyed it a fair amount. I was thinking like a three and a half out of five. Yeah? On my patented Josh scale. Yeah, yeah. Tell me why. I don't know. Like it, it, I think it was a good approximation and an expansion on the original. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, it's it's about racial politics instead of class politics, but mm-hmm. also, you about know... class politics, too. It's yeah. also about class politics. And that's, like, the most important thing, I think, in Dirty Dancing is the abortion and the class politics. Mm-hmm. And those are the things that stood out to me when I saw Dirty Dancing, aside from how sexy it was. Mm-hmm. And this hit all those points for me. I'm not sure I agreed with everything it had to say. I'm not sure that if it had a lot to say about any of those things, but I liked it. I feel like it presented a lot of it very neutrally. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, like, as the viewer got to read whatever you wanted into that. Right. And it's, of course, it's from a white perspective because it's, right. it's a movie for white people. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. you know, what more can you ask for? Yes. Yeah. It is, again, inherently problematic. I didn't have, like, any severe problems with the movie except, I mean, I loved it. No, no, no problems. Three out of five, three and a half out of five stars. Fuck yeah. Right. It's not yeah. like the best movie I've ever watched. Some of the writing and some of the performances were a little weird, but sure. I mean, Mad Men Swayze adjacent, baby. It is. It is. So, what more can you ask for? Yeah. 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 How, how's this right on the Swayze scale? Swayze scale. Oh gosh. Well, I need. I'm going to need your help. Help me. 
Uh, no, you help me. <laughs> Did you guys see any <laughs> knives in this movie? I didn't. No, no knives. Uh, did you, okay, so I thought that it's gonna get the points for gender, um, cause it did have some stuff to say about gender, and about, like, what, what a woman wants, and what a man wants. Yeah, I what agree a, with that. Okay, well, what does a woman want? She wants to dance. What does a man want? <laughs> to dance. <laughs> Dude, it had that. Revolution. It had that. Um... You know, and, like, her mom's, like, telling her what a lady's supposed to do, and, mm-hmm. like, her sister, and there's also the other g- girl at the pool who's smoking cigarettes. January Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone's, you know, there's all sorts of people smoking cigarettes and shit. Mm-hmm. Dude, um, I like when people smoke cigarettes in TV. Yeah, me too. It's like a relic of a bygone era. Yeah, makes me feel old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, did you ever see somebody vaping on TV? Yeah, it makes me feel older. <laughs> But like a child on TV or an adult? I don't know anyone vaping. It makes me feel weird watching it happen. I think it's funny when people vape and, and like adults vape in TV and movies. I don't I think it's cool think when kids it's do. Gross and weird when adults vape in real life. Like, mm-hmm. like as like nicotine vaping is very strange to me. It is. Yeah. I I understand as a you know way to help you quit smoking. Yeah, but it doesn't actually help you quit smoking. Oh, right. 100%. Swapping one addiction for another. Well, I think Mayor of mm-hmm. Easttown is the one on TV who, who vapes. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Um, dad stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like a Daddy Issues movie. Her no, dad's cool. Dad no, seemed pretty cool. Well, her, his dad did get kidnapped, and there are some abandonment issues. Mm-hmm. There's there's definitely some issues, yes. Mm-hmm. He's dadding his brother's kids? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll give it dad mm-hmm. stuff. We already said it's got class stuff. It's got class stuff. Nudity? Not really. No. This is a PG-13 Sadly, movie. no. Mm-hmm. No nudity. There was the implication of nudity, but... Sure. No nudity. Well, yeah, she wore his shirt after they had sex. So she it, kept wearing his stuff after they were hanging if you out. Do you want to see her naked though? She's in Harlots, and I'm pretty sure she's naked a lot in that Ooh. show, and it is good. It's very sexy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. She's okay. a child. I wasn't thinking about seeing her naked. She was like 20 when she made this flick. Yeah, she, it's it's totally legal. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think there's a road trip. I mean, they live in Cuba. They don't really go off the no, island there is or anything. No road trip. Uh, romance, of course, mm-hmm. but like aside from the dancing, is there any athletics? Like, I think we can give it to it just for the dancing. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. There's last and Swayze was dancing so hard that he was sweaty. Yeah, he oh. was soaked. He was swiped in, in his own sweat. She was. He was like fight fight dancing before she showed up. <laughs> <laughs> like d- dirty dancing three. Capoeira nights. Capoeira nights. <laughs> where where is that? In Brazil. Oh. Is it even further in the past? I think it's in the future. We're going to have to watch Dirty Dancing 3. <laughs> it's, it's in the future. It's Holy in 3D. Yeah. It's in 3D. Machete 3, Dirty Dancing in uh-huh. space. Yep. Okay, so on our patented Swayze scale, I'm seeing 1, 2, 3, 4. Well, this is a lot of points. I should just count the ones that I'm not giving it. Uh, we didn't give it nudity, and we didn't give it road trips. We gave it everything else. We gave it athletics and the bonus point for dancing. We gave it sick whips because Cuba. Um, we gave it horses because uh, Joe said that some of the cops were riding horses. <laughs> they were. I don't think horses should have to be cops. That's I rude. agree. That's bad. I think horses are a cab for life, but, you know, they don't get to control their destinies, so... Not fair. No. Um, they deserve rights. Yeah. We gave it the point for dan- uh, for fighting, but not for knives, because there are no knives in this movie. Mm-hmm. We gave it the point for gender, and I don't know if it gets a feminism point. I don't think it does. Um, mm. 
Yeah, actually. I mean, you get to decide. I don't think it does. Because he was like, you shouldn't give up your dream on going to school. And she was like, I have no dreams now. All I want to do is dance. To revolutionary dick. Like, (laughs) that's the We've known each other for six days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so it gets gender, but not feminism bonus point. Uh, dad stuff, class stuff. We didn't give it nudity. We didn't give it the road trip. We did give it romance. So if I'm not mistaken, this is an <laughs> 8 out of 10 dances that are dirty. Oh, oh shit. On our patented Swayze scale. Plus one bonus non-consensual ass grab. Yes. One, one bonus dirty dance. <laughs> Fuck yep. yeah, man. Which is for dancing, of course. It's the dirtiest of the dancing. Because, you know, we have three bonus points. They're feminism, they're knives, and they're dancing. <laughs> Josh, we get to play Ebert today. Of course, I knew it. Oh, this movie made him horny, dude, but he didn't like it. Uh, he didn't like how horny it made him. It made him sad. I think he gave it, man, somewhere between one and a half and two and a half out of four stars. Um, I'm going to go with a solid two. Would you like to hear... Oh, yeah, I'm supposed to guess after he... A part of his review. Yes. All right. Have I grown mellow and forgiving? Perhaps. Oh, shit. (laughs) But perhaps, too, because we go to the movies to look at pretty pictures on the screen, like infants who like bright toys dangled before them. And Dirty Dancing Havana Nights is a great movie to look at. With his period Havana, actually San Juan, Puerto Rico, with lots of 1950s cars. The dancing is well done. The music will sell a lot of soundtracks. And... His hips don't lie. The stars. Romala Guiara and Diego Luna. You remember him from E2 Mama Tambien and her from Nicholas Nickleby. Oh, yeah. Uh, they must be given credit for their persistence and charisma in Dirty Dancing Havana Nights. And together with the film's general ambience, they do a lot to make amends for the lockstep plot. But here's an idea. Rent E2 Tom, Mama Tambien and Nicholas Nickleby and eliminate the middleman. Mm. Yeah, and then I don't get to see those two smooch specifically, and I'm into that pairing. Right. Mm-hmm. It sounds like he may have given it two and a half, but I'm going to stick with the two that I guessed. What do you, what do you want to guess, Joe? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say two. He seems like he's not. It's just pretty to him, and that's it. Oh yeah, but that's all he bases movies on. Yeah, he's no, fucking, okay. he's, if it makes know. him horny, if it makes he's his so dick hard, he loves it. He's so horny. <laughs> like I know we've invented this character for Roger Ebert, but like the more reviews I hear of his, the more I'm like, God damn it, I fucking nailed it. Yeah, guy just is horny as shit. You, you two are both correct. He gave it two out of four stars. Wow, it made him horny enough to give it an extra star. It sounds like uh, he's mm-hmm. like, I kind of like the setting. I like the people. I like looking at it. It is a movie after all. <laughs> <laughs> it is a movie. It is a movie. Well, like his review said, it was filmed in Puerto Rico instead of Cuba, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, how do you film in Cuba? Right. You're yeah. Supposed I, to. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but because of that, we did have a $25 million budget. Would you like to know the box office? Josh. I'm glad to hear that the budget was $25 million. I was wondering about the budget at the beginning. Um, it's a movie for white people. <laughs> but there's a lot of brown people in it. So I'm thinking, wait, uh, you want to know how much it made? Yeah, tell me how much it made. I think it made $17 million. That might be a little of an overreach. 
Well, opening weekend it was five point nine million, but it world its worldwide growth was two twenty two point six. Oh, they All almost right. made that budget almost back. Almost made the budget back. Almost made it back. So that's probably why we didn't get Dirty Dancing three Capoeira nights. Thank God. Capybara nights. Capybara <laughs> nights. It's just a bunch of giant rodents dancing sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to see that. Place. <laughs> so if you can make a movie called Capy, uh, D- Dirty Dancing 3 Capybara Nights, let us know, because we want to watch it. Yes. I found the reviews on Letterboxd and shit, right? So Letterboxd has it at 2.9 out of 5 IMDb. 2.9 out of 5. Okay. Mm-hmm. IMDb has it at 5.9 out of 10 Rotten Tomatoes at a 23% with an audience score of 73 and an Amazon score of 4.6 out of 5 with 80% 5 star and 2% 1 star. You know who all those 5 stars are? Who? Horny teenagers. <laughs> Can't confirm. And I already know who the 1 star, one star reviews are. Their DVDs don't work. They got um, the wrong region. Dude, our DVD works. And it has extra features. Well, dude. if you need region 2 or whatever the fuck, I have a PS3 that plays that. So. Yeah, we found that out. Hell yeah. 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 Dude, people people seemed to think this was okay even though that the critics didn't. I think the critics are wrong, you know? Like Roger Ebert, he's like, it made me horny. (laughs) Yeah, how can you be wrong about that? (laughs) As I was going to say, like, we can pretty much agree to that. (laughs) But, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was good. It did have a few taglines. Turn up the heat and follow the rhythm. Hmm. Okay. Up or down? Thumbs up or thumbs down? Yeah. I mean, turn up the heat. Turn up my thumbs, baby. (laughs) It sounds like a Gloria Stefan song. Thumbs up. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Have the time of your life all over again. Thumbs down on that. That's bad. I feel the same way. (laughs) And the last one, break the rules, find your freedom, live your life. Hey. (laughs) Hell yeah. Live your life. Um, Thumbs down. (laughs) Um, I'm giving it a thumbs up. I hate the ones that are lists of shit that you're supposed to do, like a list of commandments. Yeah? You you find one for every movie that's like, run, eat a dick, hide, or whatever. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) There's always a list. What movie is that for? I want to watch that movie. Uh, I'm thinking, uh, what's the one about the lady who gets married? Uh, You're next. Yes. (laughs) Is that the one? No. No. God damn it. Hide and seek? Yeah, that's the one. With Samara Weaving? Samara Weaving, yes. Run, eat a dick, hide. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was... That wasn't what the movie was. She never had to eat a I dick. I was like, she, there was zero fellatio in that film. Oh, was... no, I meant like like physically eat one, not like fellatio. You just eat it. <laughs> For mm, delicious. Yum, right. yum, some dick. Okay. Yum, yum, yum. Um... Blood sausage. Uh, <laughs> so they haven't done that on The Walking Dead. You'd think. What? Someone eat someone's dick? Yeah, a zombie should eat somebody's dick. You can't show full frontal nudity on AMC. But you could show like a blood sausage. <laughs> God damn it! My blood sausage. <laughs> they they regularly show people getting their heads smashed in with by stuff. Yeah, everyone's made out of play doh on The Walking Dead. Isn't that crazy? That's the secret to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. Even when the, even the living people, like, you, you understand the zombies are made out of Play-Doh, but then when the zombies come in and they, like, rip your guts open, like in Shaun of the Dead, that happens all the time on The Walking Dead, and I'm like, how do they get their fingers in there? They got sharp little fingers. Oh, sharp fingers. Maybe that's what happens when you become a zombie, like, okay, so you die. 
Dude, they learned how to so, climb this season. So your your flesh <laughs> res- recedes, right? So your so your nails keep growing, uh-huh. and that's what makes them so sharp. Those those zombies are just pokey little boys. She's like, nah, 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 I'm so sharp. It, it's also like an Indiana Jones where he like snatches at his heart. Yes. It's just like you know superhuman strength from being a zombie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I. Yeah, it's that's why they're so good at climbing because yes. they're strong. They found I okay, so tell me how they, they climb figured in World out climbing, War Z, right? Well, it's not like we were there to see, yeah, they climb in World War Z for right. sure. They do everything in World War Z, yeah, they, they run. run fast, yeah, mm-hmm. it's fuck. They swim, which is like terrifying, or if they don't swim, they can just sink and walk, yeah, it doesn't even matter, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, how'd they learn how to climb? We don't know, we're not embedded within the zombies. We just saw them start climbing one day, and it's like, oh shit, they're climbing. That's terrifying. Yeah. I don't want those climbing zombies. Well, good mm-hmm. thing the show's over. No more climbing zombies. <laughs> oh, it's probably a problem on the, the new spinoff series, Beyond the Walking Dead or whatever. Uh, is is Daryl on that one? I don't know. I know nothing about it, but there's already two seasons of it. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I want to oh. watch it. Okay. I'm never going to watch it. I When Carl died, I was like, this is my out. Was Carl your... your uh, like your your avatar character, like no. the one that you were inside of. No. <laughs> oh, it's good because he's a little boy. I was not inside of a little boy. No. <laughs> I know you love blood boys, and he turned into a blood boy <laughs> at that did, one point. He did turn into a little blood boy. No, I I was like, well, at this point, Rick is out. No, Rick wasn't out. No, I he knew wasn't. Rick was leaving, so I'm like, I don't give a shit. Anymore. I, I was about to dip when when Rick left. And when, when Glenn left, too. I mean, there's a lot of good jumping off points. It's not a show that you watch all the way till the end. No. But I did. And now I can tell you everything that happens. You're wild, man. At some point, they replaced Eugene's name, Eugene, in, mm-hmm. in the subtitles with Dr. Porter. And I was like, what the fuck? When did this guy become a doctor? He's always been a doctor. I don't believe that. He was always Eugene in the subtitles before. Oh, yeah. That's... I don't know. The Once first it, time it showed me Dr. Porter, I was like, "What? who the fuck is Dr. Porter? I, I, I do surgery on bullets. <laughs> My name's Dr. Porter. If you can do surgery on bullets, then you just send us a message over at uh, SwayzePod at gmail.com. Uh, do we have anything else to... <laughs> do we have anything else to promote? Uh, no, I mean, do you, do you have anything else you want to say, or are we just we onto the plugs? I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable plugging. Joe, would you like to, to tell the internet about anything? No, I feel like I covered that I watched this as a horny teenager and it stands up as a horny adult. It's great. <laughs> Good. I'm happy it stands up. Well, we're we're on Instagram at SwayzyPod and uh, we're on a Reddit at r slash SwayzyPod. We're on Letterboxd at Joshua CY and I'm Vincent Troya. And, you know, we're just fucking chilling. We're going to keep keep this party rolling. It's gonna We're going to dance. It's going to be dirty. And uh, hopefully, hopefully we make a few friends along the way. We're crazy for Swayze, gonna watch everything he made. We're crazy for Swayze, then we'll talk about it. We're crazy for Swayze, gonna watch everything he made. We're crazy for Swayze, then we'll talk about it.
<laughs> the real the real dirty dancing were the friends we made along the way. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's thanks for having me on for the first dirty dancing month episode. Yeah. Wow. What an honor. Yeah. It's it's, it's it was dirty. <laughs> and there was dancing. <laughs> Can't argue with any of that. That sounds like the end of the podcast to me. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>